0: Welcome back to the Cheeky Crypto Podcast with your hosts, Joey and Mike. Many thanks for listening in, liking, and subscribing. If you haven't done so, do us a favor and smash that like and subscribe button and turn on all notifications. We really do appreciate it. If you haven't joined the Discord or the Patreon, the link is in the description down below. A fantastic community talking crypto 24-7. I guarantee you won't be disappointed. And most importantly, it's absolutely free to join. Now let's get into some crypto talk for today. We're gonna do a little market overview. We're gonna talk a little bit about some news, and then we're gonna bring you five new altcoins and some buy zones. And we're not gonna get deep into these altcoins. You know, we're just gonna kind of give a background on what they are. Um, but we want to bring them up because they're projects that we're actually interested in. Um, and there's some new buy zones that that we think we're gonna feel uh, pretty good at. So we want to kind of bring you guys attention to that. Uh, but other than that, Joey, how you doing, brother?
1: Yo, Mike. Yeah, I'm feeling. Uh, I'm feeling good. I'm getting better each day, so yeah, that's really good. It's uh, hot in the UK, though. So yeah, it's getting. Uh, everyone's feeling a bit hot, hot and uh, sticky, but um, it's not too bad. But yeah, the weather's meant to be getting even hotter this week. We've got a bit of a drought going on at the moment, but you know, no big deal. But yeah, no good to be back in work. Still, still busy, still chipping away. But yeah, still following the crypto, keeping up, and uh, yeah, always good to be back on the podcast with you.
0: Yeah, yesterday you guys did a good job. I definitely. Uh, I needed a day. I feel like I hadn't had a day. Um, my family just got back from vacation. So figured I would take a day and uh but definitely uh definitely missed it, man. I, I love doing this thing, even though it's like, you know, 45 minutes to an hour every single day. It's a lot of fun because the comments we get, you know, in the Discord kind of chit-chatting there, you know, oh guys, we really love that episode, man. You guys smashed it. You know, it feels good every day because you know that's ultimately, you know, we came from the Discord, like IK was saying yesterday. You know, we came from Discord to to where we are now, man. What we're at a thousand sixty subscribers, it's unreal. I just can't believe we're we're even there. Yeah, Um, all
1: the the viewers and subscribers, they just seem to just keep coming out of nowhere, but it's fantastic. You know, just we're we're pumping and we're loving it.
0: (laughs) Hey, man, I can't imagine what will happen once we flip into a bull market, right? Like it's gonna be, it's gonna be on it, gonna be in it to win it, baby. So, uh, anyways, let's get it to market overview. There's not a ton going on, obviously, because CPI comes out today. So, when you see this today. Um, just so I don't have to ever say that again. Typically, guys, we we record a day before you're seeing it, okay? So I don't want to have to say that ever again. If I say today or tomorrow or yesterday or whatever, it is what it is, right? Okay? (laughs) Joey, why are you laughing? No,
1: I I think we know what you mean, Mike.
0: (laughs) I just always, like, backtrack for some reason. It's ridiculous. So anyways, let me pull up. Let's let's pull up this crypto market. So uh, it was popping. I think uh, yesterday, I want to say, Joey, was it up to, like, 1.16 trillion yesterday. Am I right on that? Uh, No, it wasn't.
1: It was not 1.14. Yeah. It was around that. Yeah. 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 So today it's down
0: 3.24%. So we're just under 1.1 trillion, uh, which is still, still good. And you know, altcoins are obviously still leading the way. There's some big old green uh, and some of these uh, to be fair though, the majority of the market today has been red and that's because equities are in the red, but, some projects have had an incredible last seven days flow out of nowhere, 54% up in the last seven days.
1: Um, and honestly today it's only down 0.35%. So, well, I'm glad you mentioned flow. Cause you know, that's one I put out on a video that I did mention as a, you oh, know, cool. yeah. as, as a, as a bear market gem that I did mention that, you know, flow was looking pretty cheap. Like, so yeah, I'm not surprised that flow got a little bit of a pump there.
0: Yeah. I'm still, I'm still, I'm, st- I'm scrolling through, trying to see if anything else has had any big movements today. Uh, None of the big, bigger caps have really had anything, you know, anywhere from two to 5% down. Uh, I think pretty much everything is kind of correcting based off what's going to happen tomorrow with CPI. And obviously, you know, what we've been calling for a while is the, uh, you know, China housing thing. They're still not talking about it on the news, man. And I just, I think it's just going to come out and shock a lot of people once it actually happens. Plus, plus you got the Looming war potential, you know they're still carrying on their, uh, what do they call it, Joey? They, uh, the, uh,
1: what are they pra- The practicing, but what is the uh, terminology that's used? Yeah, it's uh, military military exercises in international- exercises. Sorry, but yeah. At the end of the day, it's it's normal stuff inside international waters, so you know nothing to be uh, concerned of. As far as I'm concerned, but it's all routine stuff. But then you, you just never know, right? You just never know.
0: Well, it's interesting because from what I heard earlier today, China needs Taiwan for chips. Right, and then Taiwan needs China because they get business. So I don't understand why they got beef. Maybe I need to dig into it, but I don't know. I try not to get into politics, but obviously that's something that could potentially affect the markets and affect crypto down the road. And you know, so it's something that we should all just continue to keep our keep our eye on for sure. But um, a couple of news topics that I that I saw today. Now, look, I was so Altcoin Daily is another YouTube channel, and they interviewed Mark Cuban the other day. Now. I was not aware that Mark Cuban actually has beef with Charles Hoskinson. Did you know that Joey? No, I didn't know. Yeah. So apparently a while back, Mark Cuban basically, basically said Cardano's just trash and, and, and he used other words, right? I'm trying to work on my cursing. Uh, So basically Mark Cuban basically said that Cardano, their smart contracts are not being used. It's too slow. It's not moving. What they're doing in Africa is not being utilized. It's not actually, like, helping. And um, I think Charles Hoskinson fired back. And I cannot, for the life of me, cannot find the quote that he said. But, um, you know, what's interesting about Mark Cuban is Mark Cuban likes to feel like he has the biggest shoes in the room sometimes, right? But I think
1: uh, I think Charles Hoskinson could go tip for tat dollar-wise. What do you think? I mean... <laughs> in terms of uh, their personal net worth or anything, you know, that that's not something that I really uh, kind of focus on. At the end of the day, you know, the the, the businessmen, um, they're both involved in different things, different projects, and they've all got different motives, right? So, you know, you, you get this beef now and again between uh, between individuals and, you know, it could be over a whole host of things. But, you know, it's not something I get, I get too caught up on. You know, I, got, I have respect for both of them at the end of the day. Yeah, Mark, you know, Mark Cuban's,
0: comes from the, uh, technology background. So, you know, I think he always assumes that what he says is always right. I very rarely, I like Mark Cuban, don't get me wrong, but I very rarely hear him say he's wrong. Um, but interesting about Charles Hoskinson. Next thing I wanted to say is, uh, so I saw another article that said Cardano whales by the dip, $140 million accumulated in an eight day spell following Charles Hoskinson's like AMA that he had on YouTube where it came out basically because they announced that the vassal hard fork was delayed, all of that. And then basically Charles came on and just said, look, we're not going to have any more delays. We're kind of waiting on exchanges to kind of catch up. We just want to make sure like, like always, they want to make sure that it's right so that a Solana situation doesn't happen. So I, I think they're doing it the right way, but Joy, what, what do you, what's your take on the, the buying spree considering we think it's going to go down much lower.
1: Yeah, I think, um, I think whales are still um, – they're always scooping. I always have to take some, some of this news with uh, you know, a pinch of salt because, you know, yes, they can be buying it up, but you don't know that the same, the same ones that are buying it up already sold higher up, right? So you know, potentially the, the people who, who can come in and scoop are also the people that have moved it down there. So you know, they may not be necessarily increasing their uh, capital uh, risk uh, to the project they may just be literally accumulating with what they've already got in play so that, that that's one way i look at it but yeah do, do i think that that's going to be enough to uh hold the cardano price uh, up there at the moment and uh, no i personally don't i do believe that it will eventually uh, work its way down with the rest of the market
0: yeah you know i always it's it's interesting i always love to talk about cardano but i can very rarely ever find a ton of news on cardano so i'm 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 ready for this Vassal hard fork to get working and get going just so we can continue to cover Cardano. Cause I just like talking about it. I don't know. Just do, but I did one more article, Joey, that uh, I forgot to tell you about before we started. Sorry. Uh, v chain, another information on V So V chain foundation and supply at me form strategic Alliance to develop revolutionary web three inventory monetization system utilizing. Blockchain, NFT, and BUSD stablecoin technology. Now that sounds freaking great.
1: Like it sounds like exactly what VChain should be getting into is the monetization side. Joey, what are, what's your thoughts on what I read? Yeah, no, I think that's really bullish for VChain. Obviously, we put a podcast out a few days ago um, on VChain. I think, you know, we're all bullish on it. The Discord's bullish on it. Chris and Nick are bullish on it. And for me, I've been really interested in, you know, I've not, I've not been a hundred percent like following it like every day, but I've been following it here and there, just trying to get any news on uh VUSD. And cause I, I think I'm, I'm really interested to see how uh DeFi and that uh, goes on uh, V chain, but you know, the, the way everything that the project's done so far, the, the, the the team V just doesn't seem to have uh, any any issues. Everything they seem to do, they seem to smash it. So I think they're going to smash. I think I think DeFi is going to be a definitely going to be a success on V But it just it just it's just got. We just need that uh, crucial that crucial key ingredient that a lot of these projects need, and that's a return of the bull run, right? Because. You know, we're not going to see we're not going to see DeFi take off, in my opinion, again, until until uh until more bullish times ahead. And uh, I think uh, there's still some I think there's still some pain. So it doesn't matter how awesome your project is. I Personally, just my opinion, I don't think you, you can get over that hurdle at the moment. But building building for when the time comes that that that's the key thing. Yeah, and turns out I'm late to the party on this article. Turns out
0: it came out uh, June 28th of 2022. So I apologize to everyone. I guess we must have overlooked this the other day. There's so many articles out there. But anyways, glad I'm bringing it to y'all's attention. I I, I wanted to read a little bit about it because it does go into it just a little bit deeper. And it kind of gives some dates on when these could could potentially happen. And the reason I want to go about it is because they are going to potentially be using BUSD which could potentially have an impact on you know, VChain down the road. So it says, The VChain Foundation is no stranger to innovation. As pioneer of many blockchain applications that have tangible, sorry, tangibly benefited the real economy, we have a proud history of solving pain points across a diverse set of industries. Today, we're unveiling a new initiative following the signing of a strategic alliance with Supply SupplyAtMe, uh, the fintech company behind the unique inventory monetization platform. The outcome will be the first of its kind Web3 inventory monetization system that utilizes blockchain, stablecoin, and NFT technology to help credit-worthy businesses raise value from their inventories and provide companies with entirely new kinds of economic services. (sighs) Okay, catching my breath, sorry. So I'm not familiar with supply at me. I know the ticker on the the stock exchange is S-Y-M-E. Uh, so it might be something that maybe we should dig into. Maybe we should take a look at because that a- affecting monetization for businesses, right? We said VeChain was, you know, big time B2B. Now they're, they're, they're finally incorporating some monetization for companies to help companies, you know, actually utilize the blockchain, utilize NFTs in order to help the monetization process
1: for B2B or even B2C. So this could potentially be a big B2C thing too. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, th- there's money to be made in all these transactions. That's what it's all about at the end of the day. Yeah, and, there's, and they're helping solve a problem, right? Yeah. So this is going to help verify
0: payments, I think, down the road. So anyways, two projects that we're extremely bullish on, Cardano and VeChain, just some more news that we wanted to bring to y'all's attention. Um, but Joey, let's get into five altcoins. Um, I know a few of them you're extremely bullish on. And we're guys, we're not going to go very deep into these projects. We're just going to kind of give you a snippet of what they are, you know, what their all-time high is, where they're sitting today, what their rank is. uh, And then obviously you could do your own research. I'm sure you guys have probably honestly heard of all five of these, but it's five we've never really talked about. So I wanted to bring them up today. Joey and I were kind of like, hey, let's talk about five new altcoins. And these five we haven't really brought up. So uh, pretty interested to chat about them. So uh, Joey, the first one we're going to get into is AVAX. So Avalanche. Let me go. Are you, Do you have your coin market cap pulled up, Joey?
1: I don't know, Mike. I don't. But um, yeah, I mean, happy to mention about Avalanche. Um, So yeah, you know, it's been in the space for a, a little bit of time now, um, launched in uh, 2020 by uh, the Ava Labs team. And uh, yeah, I think... Um, that this was you know one that's gone a little bit quiet recently you know i'm gonna say on uh, avalanche i know a lot of people were i remember being in the discord going back about you know sort of uh, six to eight months ago uh, you know there was a lot of talk about avalanche people you know a, a lot of fomo was coming in when when the price was pretty high and then you know it, it it tipped over and it got hit really hard uh with the the lunar crash um part of that reason was because you know I don't know if this was. I mean, I could be completely wrong here, but I'm, I'm not sure that it was like fully understood how much, how much because there was um, some involvement, some partnerships, and some shared equities with uh, with with, uh, with with Terra Luna and Avax. You know, there was there was a there was a bit of a a link there and links there with the teams, etc. So I think Avalanche was one that during the the Lunar crash got like one of the main sort of premier blockchains that price-wise just got absolutely crushed. It was like, you know, one one minute it was, you know, north of $100. And then next minute it was, you know, down at like, uh, I think it went all the way down to about $13, somewhere in that region. Uh, I I mentioned this one uh, yesterday, actually, uh, with IK, you know, saying that you know what what a great opportunity to uh to, to buy in that was because we've seen we've seen Avax finally wake up and uh, go on a bit of a go on a bit of a bounce really and in, in these bear market rallies, Avax is actually one that's done a, a lot better than most. Yeah, it's so all time high for Avax is one hundred and forty six dollars, uh,
0: and currently today it's sitting at uh sitting at twenty seven bucks, right? So uh, it's about an eighty one percent from all time high. Pretty decent spot. I do think there's quite a bit more downside to come. Uh, it's ranked number 12, so it's a big cap. It's pretty large. Um, so I do think that once Bitcoin does do its final little dump, I think AVAX will dump along with it. A couple buy zones that we have. Now, guys, look, I'm going to give buy zones for these pro- five projects, but this is going to be the last time that I do give buy zones out. You know, We'll give our our thoughts, but these buy zones are specifically from Nick himself, right? So- If you want these sort of things, they're posted in our Discord and Patreon every Monday. So, you know, whether you got to pay for it or come on there and get it for free, I'm not sure. You probably have to join. I think it's like 12 bucks a month. 12 bucks a month. Not bad at all. But, anyways, AVAX Buy Zones, Joey, between $9, $9. $9.15 and $11.75.
1: Yeah, I think that sounds I think that sounds uh pretty pretty reasonable the way I'm looking at the market as well. But like I said, you know, it already went down to down to thirteen and then back up to thirty the other day. So I mean the opportunity was 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 there to 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 grab it low anyway. But you know, I think there will be some people that were thinking, yeah, maybe they didn't get a vaccine this time. They think, yeah, we're gonna hopefully get a second chance. And yeah, the market normally gives you a second chance, um, especially we, we don't think this bear market's uh coming to an end. Um, anytime soon so yeah I, I think those those prices sound reasonable to me mike
0: yeah it's a it's a, it's a really good project i think it has it does have a little bit of vc backing involved uh but it's you know it's 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 got a loved community i think a lot of people are excited and bullish on the avalanche and you know yes you're right it did get smacked pretty hard from the luna situation so i see big things happening for avax it's not one that i don't think i'm going to get involved with i think i have too many layer ones uh that i just I think I'm gonna end up having too much in my portfolio.
1: One thing I will say about um, Avax is that I, I, and again, it's not just, it's not just because it's my name, but I, I do really like the Dex uh, Trader Joe. You know, I, I've, I've had a little look. I'm not a huge DeFi expert, and in the ne- in the next bull run, I'm definitely i'm gonna to say to the viewers that i'm gonna have a more of a, a play around with more dexes and DeFi and farming and all these things this is something that i i definitely want to get more into in the next run so so i'll be i'll be sampling try and view dexes but of ones that i have used uh already and you know um maybe i might do a review on it a trader joe i think on on, uh, on the avax ecosystem i think it's one that's really good um i'm kind of hoping that you know that 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 doesn't go too cheap. You know, that project survives. I think, I think, I think Trader Joe's going to be okay. I think it's got ho- hopefully got um, enough liquidity. And uh, again, uh, back in bullish times, I, I expect that project to do well.
0: I remember when you first said, I got to, I got to get me some of Trader Joe, man. You know, my name's Joey, so I got to get me some Trader Joe. And then yeah, I think I, you did a little bit more research on it. And then you were like, oh wait, this, this actually might be pretty good.
1: Yeah. There's something that for me, um, Avalanche and Cardano, uh, uh, those two just, for me that when it comes to 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 DeFi, they just they just feel a little bit ahead of everyone else. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just a UI I like the the I, I it's hard for me to exactly pinpoint it. But yeah, Cardano and Avax really bullish on their their DeFi prospects. Yeah I'm 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 also looking to kind of
0: understand DeFi a little bit more uh, here going into once we finally accumulate at the bottom and you know then we could kind of put our put our stuff into into DeFi, into staking and things like that um because obviously i'm expecting the bull run to at least last you know six to 12 months so probably longer than that hopefully once it gets going because i think we're
1: going to crab walk our way out yeah we'll finally get going one thing one thing that's my belief in the future is that you know I do think, you know, down the road with crypto in general, that we may have we will eventually hit a point where we do start to see d- diminished re- uh diminished returns, diminished gains. I don't I don't think we're anywhere near that point yet. But in the future, when we do hit that point, I think that you know making passive income uh from a from a deep high perspective is gonna be, you know, a hu- huge industry and a huge opportunity for for hopefully the the masses of uh fellow crypto adopters. So speaking of DeFi, the next project we're gonna talk about is like
0: the most utilized utility for DeFi. Uh, and that would be Chainlink. Chainlink is currently ranked uh, 23rd. Uh, time of recording, it's at $8.69. Okay. Now, Chainlink all time high, uh, $52. So it's down 83%. Uh, and that was just a year ago. So May 10th, 2021. But look, I, I'm Chainlink. Chainlink is one that makes your heart beat, right? Like it is either your best friend or it is your like absolute worst nightmare. Joey, what we have been, you and I both have been back and forth so much on Chainlink. Like, okay, we're in Chainlink. Okay, we're out of Chainlink. Okay, we're in <laughs> Chainlink. We're out. Talk to me a little bit about Chainlink. And if, if you want, I can read it straight from, you know, I don't mind reading. Well, we'll, from we'll just, just go in on
1: that mic for, for us. I mean, trade. Yeah, then they say trade link then. No, Chainlink <laughs> Chainlink's been Chainlink's been a sort of on my crypto journey has been, been a great coin. Uh, it's been great fun with Chainlink. You know, a lot of uh, I've done a lot of active uh, trading with Chainlink. I remember um, uh when I was listening to uh, Nick's live streams, I remember him talking one of one of the early ones I remember, I remember him talking about you know Chainlink and its and its volatility. And you know, that, that kind of resonated with me as like you know, opportunities, you know. For, for for swing trading and stuff, and you know, I'll be honest, I've done pretty well. I've done pretty well with Chainlink. I have made some. I have made some mistakes. Uh, there was one occasion when when I I, I sold up at like twenty dollars, and then I, I did I did I had patience and I had a plan to buy back in, and then I ju- I just I, I pulled the, pulled the trigger too early, so I lost I lost some potential gains there. But but overall, I have actually made money, made some magical internet money on Chainlink. So yeah, I'm still up on Chainlink. I'm currently out of it at the minute. And yeah, I'm I'm definitely 100% uh getting back in, getting back into uh Chainlink, you know. And I, I, look, I think Chainlink sub six dollars, around five dollars. Look, under five dollars, I think it's I think it's a steal. I think it's one that, again, not financial advice, but definitely do your research on Chainlink. I think it's I think it's just one of those ones you, you want you want some exposure in your portfolio. In my opinion.
0: yes, so Chainlink founded in 2017. It's a blockchain abstraction layer that enables universally connected smart contracts. Through a decentralized Oracle network, Chainlink allows blockchains to securely interact with external data feeds, events, and payment methods, providing the critical off-chain information needed by complex smart contracts to become the dominant form of digital agreement. The Chainlink network is driven by a large open-source community of data providers Node operators, smart contract developers, researchers, security auditors, and more. Company focuses on ensuring that decentralized participation is guaranteed for all node operators and users looking to contribute to the network. So essentially, Chainlink is, I mean, every day on Chainlink's Twitter, they do an update of who they've helped today and who they've, you know, kind of brought on or who they onboarded and, um, you know, things like that. Chainlink is, Chainlink's probably the
1: most needed. Yeah, Chainlink's chain, chain one of the big daddies in, in crypto for me yeah. and, and will, be, will be for some time. I mean, you'll be hard-pressed to find one of the sort of major projects that doesn't connect or isn't linked with Chainlink in some way. And I, I, that, that's, what, that's what it's all about. And that's why, for me, I say you want some exposure. You just want some exposure to your portfolio in Chainlink. That's just, yeah, not financial advice, my opinion, but go do your research if you haven't already. So the only one that I specifically know of that's a big dog would be Cardano.
0: So, I think Cardano is looking to do something else, right? We've talked about this before uh, about Charlie 3 and a couple others that are potentially now. Unfortunately, Charlie Charlie 3 got smacked down with the Nomad uh, pack, right? Um, so, but, anyways, yeah, Chainlink. I'm bullish as hell on Chainlink. I can't wait to buy it in the buy zones for it. You guys are going to probably say these guys are idiots, but I'm going to tell you, anyways, because I'm not scared of y'all. <laughs> Buy zones for chain link between $2 and 25 cents to $4 and 85 cents. If a, if a sub $3 chain link
1: happens, I'm going to buy the remaining amount of chain link. Chain <laughs> <off>. <laughs> Do you know what? I haven't looked at that one from a technical perspective. Obviously I always, your face, um, when
0: I said that, your I, face I, I, like, I, I always,
1: obviously, I always, you know, respect opinions. Look, I, I if, if, if Bitcoin goes down to 10K, you know, if Bitcoin really, really goes downtown, then yeah, I, I, I can see it. But I, I'll tell you now, I'll, I'll be, look, at $5, I'm, I'm already buying back into Chainlink. And if it goes lower, I'll be buying more. I'm just well, going to let everyone know what I'm doing.
0: Look, if everyone thinks I'm crazy, go to yesterday's YouTube. Sorry. So when you watch this, it will be two days ago. Go look at Nick's altcoin video. He does TA on Chainlink, and he explains why it's going to go down to that number. Right now, now obviously there's a zone, right? So top of the zone being four dollar eighty five, like Joey said, just under five dollars, but it does have a chance to go even further. Yeah. So,
1: but then again, Mike, I I think I think Solana can go under three dollars. So people think I'm crazy for well, that. <laughs> that's cool. I'm
0: not buying any Solana. <laughs> I'm not. I just can't. I just refuse. All right, that's enough about Chainlink. I think we're both gonna end up holding Chainlink. Uh, I think a lot of our community uh, is gonna be holding Chainlink because.
1: Link the Slink, baby. It's a, it's a fun ride to be on.
0: Look, I will tell you guys, if you do get involved with Link, though, it, is, it has its good days and it does have its bad days. Okay? <laughs> there are some days when I remember when I first got into crypto, I, I was watching Chainlink and there were some days it would pump 18% and then the next day it would dump 23%. It was like, I mean, it was, it was brutal. It was brutal to watch, but um, still extremely bullish on Chainlink. I think, I mean, it's utility, right? That's what we're here for. If... If the projects are being used and once the bull run returns and DeFi returns, bam, chain link to the moon, baby. All right, third project. God, we're taking a long time today. I like it. Uh, Third project is called... One second. I have it written down. I just want to pull it up. Zilliqa. Zilliqa, Zilliqa, ranked number 78. Now, a project that I did not know a ton about... Uh, obviously until I joined Cheeky Crypto. Um, it's had some awesome pumps uh, here recently. Uh, all-time high for Zillica is 25. Uh, sorry, 25 cents, basically 0.2563. So at time of recording, it's down 83%. Um, now Zillica, Joey, what's your thoughts on Zill?
1: Like it, don't like it. What oh no, think? no! I yeah, no. I I like Zillica. Uh, I've been invested in um, Zillica. It, it was one of the first. Uh, it was one of the first uh, coins I ever bought. Uh, it was one of the first videos that I seen on Cheeky Crypto, which which highlighted highlighted uh, the project to me you know, back back end of uh, I remember it last year. It was sometime last year. Was when I got into a uh, Zillica. Um, start started buying it around about. I believe it was around about six and a half, maybe maybe seven cent. I just kept buying it down to about just about around about four cent, maybe just under, and then out of nowhere, it went on that absolute giga pump, right? And uh, I, I honestly believed I thought hey, this thing's going back to a uh, all time previous all time high, and uh, it so nearly got there. And uh, it's actually turned out to be one of the bigger mistakes I've made in crypto so far. And I, I've definitely I've definitely learned from uh from that process. Um, just on the day when it you know I had I had a chance to uh, to to cash in cash in pretty comfortably i think i was up about four or five hundred percent on Zillica at the time um but i just wasn't in the right moment it was a very busy day at work i just wasn't i wasn't like mentally set to hit the sell button and concentrate and think because I, I don't like to do things too reactive when it comes to things like that and yeah and i i missed it and then unfortunately i i just let it go even though nick was say giving all putting all the warnings out here, this is going way way back this is retracing all the way i just uh, just didn't find a comfortable moment to get out. So I've just huddled through. Uh, I haven't actually uh, uh, bought anymore, but yeah, I'm I'm still just holding. So I've watched, I've been on the bit of a motion train with Zilliqa. I've watched it go all the way up and come all the way back down. So it's not really cost me too much, but yeah, I'm, I definitely missed the chance to uh, to exit on, on Zilliqa.
0: Yeah, I think the pump was something to do with Zilliqa's potential metaverse that they've been working on. It was, on. yeah. Um, I, I think there was rumors that they were partnering with Facebook or something like that or...
1: Yeah, there was just this like huge rumor that just turned out to be nonsense. And the, the, but was, the like, pump was FOMO. silly. Yeah, the FOMO, it went, on for, it went on for about 48 hours, maybe a little bit longer if I remember correctly. And yeah. it was just, I remember the Discord was just going wild, like, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. I was sitting there like, God, why don't I have Zilliqa? I mean, it literally probably went up, what, 70%, right?
1: It was, cr- or more. Oh, no, it was, it was hundreds of percent. No, because it, it, oh. it went up from like 4 cent up to like 20. So I think it was about 500%. Yeah, yeah, it like, it like, yeah, in like 48 hours. So,
0: yeah, so crazy. we know that, so we know there's volatility with Zilliqa, right? Now, uh, I think that they are going to be a metaverse play. Um, if if you, you know, if you read about what it is, I don't think it really describes what they're really doing. I think you need to I go, mean, I think do, you need to go do your research on what it does. But, yeah, I mean,
1: they, they claim to be the, the fastest, uh, the fastest growing ecosystem in crypto. Um, what they're essentially basing that on, I'm not entirely sure. I'm pretty sure, you know. Show me the facts. Without regulations, effort a lot of these a lot of these projects uh, are, are making are making these claims, you know. When you go on, but you know, in, in fairness to Zilliqa though, the, you know the ecosystem is actually building. There is a lot of D uh, apps um, now. They've got they've got a ton of wallets, uh, DeFi. We already know set pretty well on Zilliqa, Works pretty well. Um, I haven't um, actually tested any of the DEXs myself, but you know from from reviews and everything that I've looked at, you know, pretty good. So you know, I think the the, the ecosystem's interesting on Silica, and you know, one project that I'm really interested to see how it goes is the uh, XCAD network. Uh, that's uh, built on silica. You know, it's about powering uh, millions of transactions that support the world's largest content creator, YouTube, that we are here broadcasting on now. So it's going to be really interesting to see, um, you know, with uh, creators uh, via the XCAD network on YouTube, you know, potentially having their own coins and uh, you know monetizing their. Their, their, their streaming or all their content in a, in, a, in a crypto fashion. So I think that's a really interesting project. Uh, you know, the fact that it's built on uh, Zillica, you know, and just see how that one goes.
0: Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm going to be building a pretty big position in Zillica, but it's, it's kind of, for me, based off of its potential. Um, so I was, you know, as far as Metaverse plays, it was either going to be Zillica or Sandbox. To be fair, I'm probably going to get into both um, just because they're just set up. To be just monsters you know zillica structure is kind of why i'm going to be involved um i do like the project i don't know a lot about it um you know i've done a little bit of research on it but i needed a metaverse play and you know i trust nick and chris and
1: yeah you know, i think i mean like that- like i said the met- met- metapolis uh you know it's one part of the, the the ecosystem but look at the end of the day it's going to be you know similar to a lot of these uh layer ones there's there's gaming there's there's, there's all kinds of sectors on Zilliqa. Um, yeah, like I said, more, more DApps are building um, all the time.
0: Yeah, so anyways, do your research, guys. Check out Zilliqa. Buy zones for it are roughly 0.0317 to 0.0351. Now, Zilliqa is kind of in a tricky spot right now, so do make sure you go back and check out Nick's video where he covered Zilliqa, just so you kind of have an understanding. Don't do any FOMO action, but I would definitely go in, take a look and listen to what Nick did I actually think the same video I said about Chainlink, Zilliqa is also covered on that. So do, your fa- do yourself a favor, go look at it, because um, there are some key points that need to hold in order for Zillica to remain in kind of its structure that it's in from a macro standpoint. So uh, anyways, love Zillica. Next project uh, that I have started to get a little bit more into, but not deciding yet, is Polkadot. Um, now, Joey, I know you like Polkadot, right? Yeah, I like Polkadot, yeah. I think Chris is also very bullish on Polkadot. Now, Polkadot is ranked 10th, okay, back in the top 10. Uh, time of recording, it's down 5%, so it's at $8.78. Um, let's go check out their all-time high real quick. All-time high, $55 to the penny, uh, down 84% from all-time high. Now, Polkadot is an interesting project, Um, and I know Joey actually knows a lot more about Polkadot than I do, but I will give you a brief paragraph, okay? Polkadot is an open source sharded multi-chain protocol that connects and secures a network of specialized blockchains facilitating cross-chain transfer of any data or asset types, not just tokens. Therefore, allowing blockchains to be interoperable with each other. Polkadot was designed to provide a foundation for a decentralized internet of blockchains, also known as Web3. Polkadot is known as a layer zero meta protocol because it underlies and describes a format for a network of layer one blockchains known as parachains, quote unquote, parallel chains. As a meta protocol, Polkadot is also capable of autonomously and forklessly updating its own code base, The on-chain governance according to the will of its own token holder community now all of that to me sounds french uh (laughs) i i get i kind of understand all of it but joey can you just try to help us all understand what i just read
1: i mean some don't go wrong mike some of it's complicated to me as well so don't worry you're not you're not the only one but look why, why do i why do i like polka dot um well, one of the reasons I like Polkadot is, you know, same reason that I'm invested in a project like Hedera HBAR, exactly same reason. But what I like is is that I accept and appreciate and understand that, you know, all this, uh, uh, you know, cryptocurrency blockchain technology, this is still new new technology that, that's being adopted. And Polkadot uh, does things in its own way. And, it you know, is very different to other projects, a bit like, you know, Hedera HBAR is, you know, different to other projects. So I like to have, you know, my portfolio diverse, you know, because at the end of the day, I'm thinking five, 10 years down the line. I don't know exactly which form of this technology is going to be most adopted um, potentially. So I I like having, you know, those, those players that are doing the right things that have got great teams, got got great technology, but clearly they've got ideas of how to, how to build and go about differently um, to other projects. Now, what, what, what's really interesting about uh, Polkadot is, you know, similar to when we've mentioned with quant, you know, very much into the uh, interoperability game, you know, enabling those cross uh, blockchain transfers, uh, you know, any any data or uh, asset type, and not necessarily just tokens as well. So, you know, I think that's really important to get across what, what Polkadot does, and it, it it's you know it's it's a chain that allows um, you know other custom blockchains to literally be made in minutes. So for for, for developers on, on Polkadot, I think this is is really interesting because. It it just seems very, very secure, very just has that user driven governance, but, you know, allow allows uh, develop, developers to just be straight interoperable with uh, Polkadot from, you know, straight away day one. And then you, therefore you have this opportunity to build something that they refer to as parachains. So I just love that I, when, when, when I think of Polkadot, I just, I just think of like this, you know, fantastic, you know, um, a uh, hub of a technology which has got, got all these different uh, chains, you know, being interoperable. Because with dot you can just see an ecosystem exploding and building uh, very fast. It, it, for me, it seems to be a very, very, uh, you know, strong community, a very, a very uh, community-driven project. And you know, lastly, as well, again, you guys just look at the founder. Uh, you know, doc, Dr. Gavin Wood. You know. Former um, original uh, co founder of, uh, of Ethereum as well, very smart, intelligent guy. Yeah, you know, I'm, de- I'm, definitely, I'm definitely bullish on Polkadot. I haven't got any uh, major concerns. They seem to be, like I said, they're doing things differently to others, but they seem to be, you know, what they are doing as well. And yeah, I want, I want to be invested in Polkadot.
0: Yeah, I think being different actually sets them apart. Um, yeah, I absolutely. Think, I think having, like you said, having the hub of what they are and then having these parachains across the hub, you know, it just makes Polkadot. You know when when this bull run returns and everyone starts understanding polka. Look, I've never heard a bad thing about polka dot either. Nobody's ever said anything bad, at least to my knowledge. I've never heard any bad news about polka dot. Have you? Yeah,
1: I, I think I think polka dot's what you know. Like when we've mentioned we've mentioned Algorand and we've said you know, oh, Algorand's not a sexy project. I I think I think polka dot maybe slightly falls into that category as well. Sometimes you know, really, you know, yeah, may, maybe just a little bit. Like I kind of feel like you know, we've seen it in the last run, like you know, Polkadot did, did, did well. Algorand did well, but they didn't like explode or get a FOMO like a Solana like a Solana. Well, wasn't or a, the parachains recent? Wasn't oh, the yeah, launch yeah, yeah. of their parachains yeah, very so, recent? Yeah, absolutely. So, so more and more parachains are, are coming out all the time. Yeah. Uh, you know, you've got uh, Moonbeam and Astar, uh, a, a two, a two that come to mind, and there's definitely going to gonna be more. So yeah, yeah that's, a fair, that's a fair point you make there, Mike. You know, it might just be potentially that, you know, Polkadot next run, uh, could could really could really start to explode because it it might get more more press more notice. But like I said, yeah, definitely not doing anything doing anything wrong. Not hearing any anything bad or any any fud about Polkadot. Yeah,
0: I think the ones that we've said are not sexy are the ones that are going to actually have a killer bull run, right? Algorand, Cardano, Polkadot, B Chain. You know, some of these projects that really just aren't sexy. They're not like Shiba Inu or Dogecoin or you know things that. But the retail investors, when they see these big projects, start pumping they're going to fomo in and they're going to be a little bit too late because you guys listen to the podcast and you know when to buy in so but that's not financial advice just just to make sure we all understand yeah, that
1: the, the way polka dots set up as well again you know similar to avac similar to cardano super decentralized you know it's it fantastically uh it's fantastic uh setup uh for you know staking and uh, passive income and you know I, i've seen real signs of the um uh, governance um, is definitely working well for, for, for token holders. I've, I've seen that they've got like the fearless wallet. is just one example I've seen works brilliantly. Great. um, Great DeFi wallet, you know, to get your, uh, as uh, IK likes to say, get your, uh, get your uh, tokens off the exchanges, get your tokens right. off the exchanges, get it in a fear, fearless wallet. It's earning uh, good, good passive income. It's locked up, you know, more, more, more safer than being on exchange. Yeah. Doing great things.
0: Okay. Super bullish on Polkadot. I'm going to keep doing my research. Please make sure you guys do your research. If you've made it this far, hopefully you have. Uh, buy zone under 6 bucks, right? So between $5.21 and $5.89 would be a good kind of buy zone. Now, none of, this, none of these buy zones are financial advice. You take on what we're saying with a grain of salt and you use it. I'm just giving you what Elliott Wave theory that Nick uses. These are his buy zones based off structures. These things change weekly. change every single week so these big pumps we've been seeing some of these targets might have changed by today so just make sure you understand that if you're in the discord you'll get these every monday so then you'll kind of know where we stand right last project joey i think this is one you also really like i think i did a joey podcast today
1: one of my definitely one of my favorites been there left for the end here it is definitely one of your favorites and it's an old school one right it's been around it's been yeah, around. They've been around a little, little while now. Um, they've not been getting much. Um, again, it's not been much talk on this one recently. But you know, definitely building and doing all the right things in the background.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So the last one is Elron. Uh, ticker would be Egold. So EGLD is the ticker, but the project is Elron. Uh, ranked number forty three. Now, when I first got into crypto, Elron was up there, top twenty, right? And they are not there anymore. So let's go down here. All-time high for Elron is $542. Uh it's down 88%. So at time of recording, Elron is sitting at $61.61. It's down 7% on the day. Um I literally know nothing about Elron. Um cuz I always thought it was too expensive. Like we talked about before. Uh so Joe, you want to tell me a little bit about Elron, please?
1: Yeah, I so said we will go um uh too deep, yeah, into this one, deep but yeah i'll just go well you know first of all obviously you mentioned about the the all-time high with elrond i think elrond is naturally um corrected uh deeply uh as it, i was would expect it to do i think it was one of those ones i mean look there's a whole list of cryptos that you could put uh in this category but i definitely think it was one that was you know at the all-time high was overpriced you know i, I definitely think you know it it was it was early it was early to be going um you know, north of five hundred dollars. I think some people were calling out, "Oh, thousand dollar Elrond inbound." And don't get me wrong; I think it's going to get there one day. But I think it was just it was it was too early for you know those kind of calls. That was that was those were uh, crazy crazy uh, price predictions that were being made. You know, when all the when all the FOMO was um was kicking in on this one. Yeah, but you know, yeah, big big chain that's you know doing a lot of uh, a lot of building, and Elrond just has like like seems to have like a or amount of partnerships like just seems to be part again just one of them projects you see like oh elrond partner with elrond partner with elrond everyone's partnering with elrond um you know it's fantastic it's a you know european uh based team uh you know and speaking of the team as well i, I i've got to be honest i i thought one of the best communications from any any team in crypto i've seen We had the hack on the um on the Maya decks. I don't know you, do you remember that it was about like, I think it was about, it was about two months ago and uh, uh, maybe two or three months ago. I can't remember the exact date, you know, obviously it was a bit, a bit of a sh- bit of a shock and uh, you know, one of the pools uh, got just completely uh, emptied. Now it was absolutely fantastic. Uh, the communication from, from the team, like, you know, th- this was, this was like only literally. If I remember correctly, it was like weeks after what happened with Terra Luna. We know how much of a car crash that was, and you know how how much of a how how the, how badly the communication effort was handled, and yeah, everyone knows the story, right? Well, Elron were just absolutely brilliant. Uh, communication was straight away. Identified the problem straight away. They just let the entire community um, know how they were going to fix it, how how that the they were going to improve their security, how they did improve their security, and straight away the the, the price the price uh, re- rebounded uh, fantastically because I think uh, that's what caused it to, uh, to to drop pretty low. It dropped. Uh, Uh, down to i think it went under 40 dollars. i did actually uh buy some so i did actually buy the dip on the on the basis of the of the the hack and bad news because again i i was always bullish on the project i i i thought the communication uh from uh, benamine and uh, the rest of the team was was uh was was really good but yeah it's definitely one that people need to go away and do their research on uh that the deck obviously okay there was obviously a hack on the decks but you know that's just been a one isolated incident I hope so far that's um ho- hopefully that's the end of that you know the wallets are great i, I one thing that i think underrated on elrond as well is elrond nfts you know we get a lot of people talk moving away from you know ethereum uh open cnfts now we've, we're hearing about more about cnft cardano nfts but yeah if people are in there into the nfts game check out check out elrond nfts i think you know they're definitely underrated
0: yeah, I mean if you if you just go to CoinMarketCap and do some reading and go to their website and kind of check it out. I mean, obviously it it seems a little bit more complicated to to understand, but you know, limited supply, also we haven't really talked about tokenomics today, but yeah. you know, cir- circulating supply 20 uh, just under 23 million uh Elron, so Egold is the actual like token, Egold. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a great project. I know that Chris and Nick and some of the community is involved. For some reason, I always mentally think of Elrond as like an older crowd. I don't know why. I, I just <laughs> I, always,
1: I remember you mentioned this
0: once I before, just, and I was like,
1: "Where did that? Where did that come from?"
0: I don't know. It's like a, I felt like it's like a grandpa's <coughs> cryptocurrency. I just don't know why. <laughs> for some reason, it just resonates in my brain that way. But so, Elrond is a blockchain protocol that seeks to offer extremely fast transaction speeds by using sharding. The project describes itself as a technology ecosystem for the new internet which includes FinTech, decentralized finance, and the internet of things. Its smart contracts execution platform is reportedly capable of 15,000 transactions per second, six-second latency, and a 0.001 transaction cost. So is that one one-hundredth of a, of a penny? So pretty cheap. But other than that, I mean, there's paragraph after paragraph after paragraph that you guys should just go read on your own. Uh, and uh, yeah, yeah. Buy zones. Joy, let's see. I'm excited to hear these ones. $27.35 to $33.51. Juicy. Very juicy. <laughs> Very juicy. Not a project I don't think I'm going to get involved with.
1: Although, I did, I, like I said, I did buy some. Uh, I think it was like $38, 38 $39, dollars and, you And know, I kind of regret not buying more, to be honest. But yeah. Well, I, look, I, under, 30 bucks, under 30 bucks.
0: Under 30 bucks.
1: Under thirty dollar Elron, just back to
0: all time high is almost ninety four percent. That's crazy. I mean, the pump on that is going to be insane. Just if it goes to all time high, I mean, could we see a potential? Uh, it'd be ninety four percent down from the all time high. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. 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 Yeah. I mean, could Elron get to it? That look, we didn't give any like futures for any of these Elron. I, I, there's potential maybe for a thousand dollar Elron. $1200 Elron.
1: Well, that would if we if we hit those hit those lows that you're talking 40 50x still. So yeah. <laughs> plenty in the tank that'd be fantastic.
0: Could make it happen. Uh yeah. That's the five projects.
1: Yeah, I like Elron the, uh, you know, again, I, as I've mentioned with a lot of these projects, you know, passive income wise staking, I think it's there. I mean Again, I know a lot of people aren't uh, fans of keeping their uh, crypto on exchanges, but, you know, if you do keep yours on Binance and if, you are know, you willing to take that risk, you know, 15% has been available on, on, on your Elrond for, for quite some time, you know, just chipping away. Really good, really good.
0: So, great five projects, Joey. Always a pleasure doing, doing altcoins with you. AVAX, Chainlink, polka Polkadot, Elron. between the two of us, we're going to be involved in all five. Um, in fact, all the coins that we've brought to your attention, we're going to be involved with. It's not just not here to shill coins to you. Like we're we're buying them. We're involved in them. We follow them. We're up to date with them. Um, so we're not here to just shill you projects. Right. So uh, anyways, hopefully IK will be back tomorrow. Uh, that way we can get all three of us back on here. It seems like it's been forever since the three of us, you know, we do one and then we disappear. Right. So. Uh Joey, give me some final thoughts. Tomorrow's CPI numbers are CPI going to be higher or lower
1: than last month? Uh, I think higher. I'd be surprised, but but I mean, like I said, I'm not I'm not really following it as much in the states. I know it's going to be higher in the UK. Um, yeah. You know, I, I keep hearing in the states that oh, gas prices are down. Oh, gas price. Gas prices. That's go, exactly man. what I was about to say. I'll say, yeah, but it's not, it's not all about gas prices, right? Well, it's a big, <laughs> it's food. a big percentage. It's a big percentage. Yeah. For sure, for sure. Yeah. We know how much you, you Americans like to guzzle your, guzzle your gas, like in your big Bro, cars. I spent, <laughs> I spent $350 last
0: week just in gas.
1: That's just crazy. to, just to work.
0: Yeah. $350. That's crazy. Crazy. Um, Yeah. CPI. So here's what I think is going to happen. I think tomorrow is going to be lower. I think tomorrow's going to be a little bit lower. And then I think September is actually going to be higher.
1: Oh, interesting.
0: So I think tomorrow's going to look like it peaked. And then September numbers are going to come in, right? September numbers are going to be higher. And then that's when the China situation is going to happen. And that also is going to be when we
1: dump. Do you think that do you think the U.S. is going to go into, into double figures eventually? Because it, it seems inevitable here. What are we at right now? 9.1%? Yeah, you were nine point one last time out. I
0: think we will be so this time. I think we'll be eight point nine, and then I think August numbers will come in in September, and I think we'll be pushing nine point six.
1: Interesting. Yeah, that's my thoughts. Well, we 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 we're we're heading for around about they they think it could be as could be as bad as thirteen to fourteen percent in the UK by the end of the year.
0: That's insane. Yeah, that's crazy. I feel bad for you guys. So anyways, let's wrap things up. Hey, guys, thanks so much for listening and liking and subscribing. And make sure if you haven't done either of those, smash that like, smash that subscribe button, and we will catch you in the next one. Take care.